I farted and it was so mean. I need pants and underwear on. Just I'm just nude. Sorry. <laughs> Evan, your haircut looks nice. <laughs> Go put some clothes on. Evan, your haircut looks nice. Wow. <laughs> the classic distraction. <laughs> Please at least get halfway dressed like Mike is. I'm fully clothed, wearing everything except shoes. You think that you think that gives you power over me? Greetings and salutations, friends, enemies, and frenemies alike. It is I, James. This is my week to host the IO panel. I'm here with my two favorite men. <laughs> that sounded horrible. Uh, uh, Evan uh, and Michael. What's going on, fellas? Hey, James. Hi, hi, hi. I have a very important question. Uh, between Mike and myself... Who's on top? Ugh. Jesus. That's not, <laughs> not best. That's best not explored. That's what that is. Uh, um, have, no answer. You know, I yeah. understand. No, don't. You don't, don't want to be show that. preferential, you know, show preference. Yeah. Ugh. I know Jesus I'm on Christ. top, James. God damn. Evan is okay. whiter. Jesus. That's true. I'm far less red. Ugh. Okay. All right. Um, Evan, how was your week? <laughs> it was good. Um, finishing up a pack of steroids, got out to see the doctor, so I'm feeling better. And most notably, I have a, a new flavor of Bang Energy Drink. Nice. This is the Purple Haze, and I'm telling you, it tastes like Grape Fanta. It's delicious. Very good. I already ordered a second case. Sugar nice. free? It is sugar free. Yep. Very it has good. 300 milligrams of caffeine per can. Jesus. Which is like two and a half monsters. Um, it also includes amino acids and creatine. So it's... You get a lot of bang for your buck, you could say. Get it? What about you, Michael? What, how was your week? Pretty good. It's like all things considering, nobody died. Uh, I also didn't kill anyone. We, uh, as you know, James, you and I played darts earlier this week. That's right, we did. I, I did. I did fairly well. Good. Um, I won two of my games. Very nice. So, I was happy about that. Did you make a grown man cry? That's the question. <laughs> no. No, I was playing well, against women. Try better next time. Oh well. That's all right. It's like um, I made several grown women break down in tears, though. Yeah. Yes. Correct. You, they've got to know what it feels like to be cucked. <laughs> Jeez. <laughs> hey, James. Oh. That's that's one of those terms that's sort of uh, been given several. Oh yeah. Uh, several new lives or, or new meetings. It's just uh, uh, only according to James. 
I love it. I love that word. I absolutely love that word. I think it's the best thing ever. It sums up so much and it's so flexible. Hmm. True. I'm not such a fan. Almost every time I hear it used, I'm like, eh, gross. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um so Michael, you went you were out last night. Where'd you get where'd you go? Did you go see a movie? Did you guys just hang out or what? No, I just went to uh Clyde's. Did you see any movies this week? Mm. Movie boy? Movie no. pass boy? B O I boy? No. No movies. Nope. No weird di- mockumentaries, no the twins have eyes too, or whatever, or triplets. The triplets are cousins, brothers. The hills have thighs. The hills have thighs. <laughs> is that oh. the name of a porn? <laughs> Please be the name it is of a porn. It should be. to be. Yeah, I don't know. Oh my god, the hills have thighs. <laughs> oh, that's great. That actually reminds me, some, well, not that specifically, but something you just said. Um, I did do some research on twin studies, as I had promised, but I'm not, I wasn't well read enough to present evidence. Uh, so I'll have to do that next show. But there are studies out there. I will. I will defend myself. Okay. <laughs> to the death. <laughs> yeah, alright. Fair enough. Mike, yeah. He's trying to ease himself off the hook, Mike. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, we both forgot, but <laughs> he didn't. <laughs> That's true. Uh, I was like, I don't know what he's talking about, but alright, cool. <laughs> yeah, I, do you, do you honestly remember. not remember? Now, now that you say it, I remember. Okay, yeah. but I, I did not for like ten seconds. I was like, "What is this guy talking about?" Got I'm you. Like, oh, he's right. like twin studies. This talking about like incest porn. Like, where is this going? Jesus. Um, incest cool. porn. James, anything what did I, yeah, interesting? To, no, I played darts. Um, had some more Dragon's Milk beer. I bought that last night. It's fucking very good. I bought a ten dollar bottle of some other stout. Uh, beer. It's eighteen percent. So can't wait to try that, but I have to save it because it costs too much money. I couldn't just open it and drink it. I have to save it for when I'm ready to do my beerstagram. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what it's called yet. Not to figure out a name. Do you know? Um, are there other kinds of stout? I mean, I'm familiar with milk stout, but what? Like, I mean, I think it's. I don't. I'll be honest. I don't know enough about it. I think. You have like you know the coffee varieties, then you have okay. like those milk stouts, and then they have like like chocolate ones. Um, I think anything that gives a deep, heavy flavor, you know, and that is black. I guess people are like, <laughs> oh yeah, this is, makes a perfect milk stout. I don't really. I'm a perfect stout. I don't really know though, honestly. I, I'm just making that up. I, I, this is what at the two that I've seen that are prolific, and I don't know if the milk stout is actually milk related at all. It mm-hmm. might just be like it's thick and dense and creamy like milk, so they're calling it milk stout. It's good you know? to pour over your cereal. That'd be a fucking disaster, but it might be wonderful. <laughs> I wonder if if uh, beer classifications are like fish. Like you see, some new fish comes to market, it's some kind of snapper. There's like red snapper is the only kind of snapper there is. Everything else is misnamed. It's just marketing. Really? Yeah. Yep, it's all Pollock. No, I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> no, I mean, that's, that's crab meat with a K. Yeah, I mean, most things are what? Most things are cod, right? Most, like, when you buy, like, some random seafood thing, it's, like, just some form of cod mashed into a, a paste and yep. then, you know, turned into <clears throat> artificial crab meat or whatever. 
Um, like golden fish fillets. Yeah. It's like, what is that? What species of fish is fillet? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, Michael, fillet. Fillet. Oh, I'm sorry. Fillet. Like the buffet? Yeah, like the buffet. Let's, let's go fill up at the Chinese buffet. Yeah. You got it now. All right. Um, yeah, no, nothing else going on with me, though. Pretty simple week. Um, all right, Good. so what do we got here in the news here? All right. Um, in local news here in Memphis, hey, hey. Um, a fine, upstanding gentleman wanted to take a, uh, a lovely lady out on a date, which is that's just wonderful to see, see pair bonding like this. So uh, he shows up at her house. He wants to surprise her. So she doesn't know where, where they're going. So he's like, let me drive your car. This will be nice. They stop at a gas station. Um, she runs inside at his request to pick up a couple of cigars for, uh, well, in my opinion, to roll something else inside of them. And uh, as she's inside, he leaves with her car. Where might he be going? He's going on another date. He's got bigger plans. <laughs> so, so he shows up at this other chick's house, and they go to a drive uh, a drive-in movie theater. Turns out, this other chick is the god sister of the first date. So this is not a smart man, and he is now in jail. I just thought that was kind of funny to mention. You know, so I heard about this. You gotta give him fucking credit. He's messing with two girls that are connected. He steals the first girl's car to go on a date with the second girl. I mean, balls are huge on this guy. That's very true. You know? I don't know how he walks around. Jesus Christ. He's bow-legged as fuck. Yeah. (laughs) Those balls are backing up against the middle of his knees. He's got to spread that whole thing out. When he goes to the bathroom, he uses the big dick toilet because it's just huge. He's huge. You know, it's Jesus. a tough life. His underwear must look like a, like a like a like a reversed g string with his balls hanging out the sides. It's crazy. <laughs> My God! All right, he's patenting front to back male twerking. Oh my gosh! Yes. My goodness. Sounds about right. All right. Well. Okay. Uh. So the next one's me here. So. As you guys may or may not know, that the this past week was the San Francisco Comic Con, and at Comic Con, they uh, a bunch of trailers are being shown and released and talked about and all kinds of good things. Honestly, I don't really give a shit about Comic Con. Uh, the San Diego Comic Con just means nothing to me, um, and. I don't know. Like, there's a good time to dump to dump to get a a dump on a bunch of trailers like the week after normally, but otherwise I don't care. Like, I'm not like super hyped about it. You wouldn't uh, go for the panels? No, nah, I don't care. Like, I'm not that m- meet big a the fan. cast of Infinity War. Yeah, I'm not that big a fan. I could care less. You know, um, I feel like you know if you want to go meet a cast of something, then I don't know. Should we go to a con sometime? I mean, I think we should just experience it. I mean, we like hot chicks dressed up like, you know, Asian chicks in school uniforms. I mean, if mm-hmm. you do, what red-blooded person, red-blooded American doesn't like that, you know? Right. But otherwise, I don't, can't see a reason to go, you know? I mean, I guess maybe... I, I, think the, I think for people, I think the cons are like... 
you know, you want to buy like some weird anime or you want to buy a weird comic or you want to buy models or statues or um, toys or that kind of thing or just weird like oddball stuff related to your fandom, then that's ComCon's a good place to go, you know, because they're selling all that stuff. And then if you want to see people dressed up in comic book outfits, that's great. You know, you can do that, and if you want to go to panels, but I feel like you got to be a mega fan. Like you got to be like a huge mega fan. Like you, either way, I think all three of the main things people go to cons for: merchandising, uh, seeing people dressed up, and uh, and panels is all mega fan shit. You know what I mean? Because you could watch. There's videos that recap all the clo- all the outfits people wear. There's like six different videos that are done really well in music video formats. You can get all that stuff and see people you would have missed if you were there, were if you had been there. And then the panels, like who cares? And then the uh, the buying specialized shit you can get on the web if you really, really wanted it. Otherwise, who cares? You know. So I'm not knocking it. I mean, if you're a mega fan, go for it. Have fun. Uh, I want to go just, but I probably would be like, okay, cool. It's hot and. Just for like half a day, you won't buy a weekend pass? No, nah, what for, you know? Yeah. Yeah, Michael, I know Michael wants to go to one. What do you think, Mike? He went to Acon. Yeah, I would like to go. Again. Like six for, months ago. For like an afternoon. What What con did you go to, Michael? The Baltimore Comic Con. Oh, when did you do that? Last fall. Oh, wait, uh, it's right. I think you invited me. I was working or out of town or something, right? Sure. We'll, we'll go with that. <laughs> yeah, he didn't invite me. Fucking asshole. <laughs> or you said, "No, nah, I'm not going to that." No, there. I don't. I don't know. I mean, I I know we talked about one recently, but uh, uh, it was just money and time. I think, but I don't remember that Baltimore Comic Con. Money and time. But how was it? Were you like? Were you like? Whoa! Were you like? This is my new life. Or were you mm. like? Okay, check that bo- off my box. Check no, that box. I liked it. It was cool. I found I, my people. I would go again. Okay. All right. It's definitely worth a, you know, worth a trip. Maybe we can go to Awesome Con or something. Yeah. Is that like a smaller local, more local one? Not touring the country? Yeah, it's just a DC. Okay. I don't think that the Baltimore Comic Con tours the country either, does it? It's just, is that even related to the San Diego one? I'm sure it is. Or San Francisco <laughs> one or whatever? Mm, I don't know. There's a New York one, there's a San Diego one, and then there's... I know there's a Baltimore one. I don't know if there's other ones like the Atlanta Comic Con. You know, like, I don't know if that's yeah. a thing or not. You know, but It's like a franchise. And there's Dragon Con. Oh, right. That's a big one in Atlanta. Schmoocon. That's something different. But that's something different, yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, there's, okay. other, there's other random ones. There was one up in... Uh, up in Hunt Valley, Maryland, like a couple weeks ago, that I kind of wish I would have gone. Is that the monster to. one? Mm, I don't remember. So there's one that happened in Hunt Valley that is like old movie monsters. Mm-hmm. Robert England is there and stuff. Yeah. Like, oh, yeah. yeah. I wouldn't mind going to that. Just check it out. Yeah, it's like all this like tra- trauma films and bloody gore movies and stuff like that, and they have a bunch of like actors and stuff there. Fear Con. No. Is that it? No, is I that don't know. It? That might maybe, be it. Maybe. That, that might be it. A friend of mine went to that and took a lot of pictures there and had a great time. Um, you know, I don't know. I mean, I don't care that much about meeting celebrities. I really don't. I don't well, know if it's for me. I mean, I would just go there and be ogling chicks all day. That's I would have. I, would I wouldn't. Um, I would have liked to go to the Hunt Valley one that they had a couple weeks ago because Ming Na Wen was there. 
That's a reason to go, yeah, sure. But uh, to get her signature was 50 bucks. That's another fraud, yeah. See, so I was on. like, yeah. I don't care about that. I don't care that much. I didn't really have 50 bucks to spend on that, so I was like, eh. Could you have just waited in line for three hours and met her without the signature? To be like, it's an honor to meet you, Miss Ming Na Wen. <laughs> Miss Na know. Wen. <laughs> Probably not. <laughs> Can I get a cup of your butt sweat? <laughs> It's like um, just uh, check this one. Oh, and uh-huh. if you want to take and a picture, one. if you want to take a picture with her, fifty dollars. Oh man. Yeah. I mean, I understand, but eh. yeah, no, no interest in that. No. Do, do in either that. of you know who Chloe Bennett is? No, nope. sounds familiar. So she's on Agents of Shield. Um, is she the, the doctor? I don't know. Or is she the one who uses who has like the special like the Earthquake powers. Uh, good question. I'm Does she look sure. like a Aubrey Plaza relative? <laughs> she is. I don't know who she is. What does she look like, Michael? Does she look like Aubrey Plaza? She's Daisy Sky Johnson slash Quake. Yes. So um, she Martin looks like Aubrey Plaza. Does she look like Aubrey Plaza? No. I mean, does she have short black hair and about the same build? Sure. Okay, so she looks like Albuprasa. <laughs> Fuck, man. Why is it so hard? It's like, it's like coaxing. You gotta coax, coax it out of you, man. Like pulling a string through fucking somebody's asshole. My God. Uh-huh. Ah. All right. Well, maybe anyway. You, maybe you can go she, with her at Comic-Con next time. She was at the San Diego <laughs> Comic-Con. And there's a little bit of a controversy surrounding her right now because she's back with her boyfriend, Logan Paul. Ugh. Yeah. Jesus Christ. And he's a racist, maybe? Uh, Especially against Asian people? Do you know who Logan Paul is? (coughs) Vaguely. I never heard him being racist. He's just a piece of shit. Well, yeah. But he was he was like in the forest where people hang themselves and he was like making fun of people or something. Yeah, I mean so he's an idiot. He's not. I don't think he's racist. He's an idiot. He's just an idiot. He's like does he does anything for views? He was in. He went to the forest where people the suicide forest <laughs> in Japan at the foot of right. Mount Fuji, and he they found a dead body, which is very it happens all the time there, and they found a dead body and he he made a video with the dead body in the fucking. In the title card of the video, right, and that was a huge blow up. And then he did he he put on the Chinese, I'm sampan, the Chinese fucking like I make I pick rice fields that the the Vietnamese Vietnamese, you know, pyramid hat thing, a Raiden hat. He, yeah, yeah, he wore one of the Raiden hats and a silk kimono pajama thing and ran around Japan being a fucking clown, a general piece of shit. And uh, making pissing off Japanese people. I mean, and, and that I think was construed as racism, but it's more of him just being a fucking idiot and being like a moron. You know, I wouldn't even call it. Uh, I don't know. I wouldn't call it racist. I just call him like, you know, just whatever. It's like like jackasses guys dressed up in a panda suit and ran around. You're like, <laughs> you're like, is that racist <laughs> or is that you being idiots? It, it was hilarious, but I'm just saying like pandas are traditionally an Asian animal, I guess. So was that them being racist? I don't know. You know, and I think this was the same way. I mean, hmm. he's an idiot, but and a, and a really a reprehensible human being. Yeah, this is the guy who tased the dead rat. 
the fuck? Yeah, yeah, he's a monster. I'm surprised she's with him. She seems smarter than that, but man, you can't go. Off yeah, and everyone and the whole thing is she's half Asian, so they're like, yeah. oh, oh, whatever. Um, all right, so uh, basically, I started off with that because at Comic Con, uh, right at the beginning of this week, there was a Uncharted live action fan film released. Uh, on July 16th. So, uh, the, it was by, it was directed by Alan Unger and, uh, Nathan Drake is played by Nathan Fillion. Honestly, I'd never heard of Nathan Fillion. Oh, he's great. I love him. Yeah. <laughs> I never, and I never played a single Uncharted movie game, but this guy, people basically for like years, people have been saying, oh, this is the guy who's going to, who should be playing in an Uncharted movie because he looks like Nathan Drake. Now, many times, I'm sure we've all seen this in Hollywood movies. They don't have, excuse me, they don't have, uh, they, they, like people like, oh, this person looks like this person. They'd be a perfect fit for this character. And they pick someone weird, you know? Yeah. Uh, and they don't pick that guy. In this case, this guy, so, the Uncharted movie is like basically known as kind of being cursed. It's been in uh, it's been in development hell for like ten years, um, and since the since Naughty Dog made Uncharted, someone has been trying to make a movie about it because it's the 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 content is very it fits really well in a film. So they've been trying to make a movie out of it. Right now they have. I believe Sony owns the rights, and they have, oh, I can't think of his name. The guy who played Spider-Man, the the newest Spider-Man, they have him sk- slotted to play uh, Nathan Drake, like a young Nathan Drake. Mm. Um, honestly, he's not a good fit. I, I don't even get the, get that, but he's in, you know, Spider-Man, so I guess they were like, yeah, we have him, we can use him again. I don't know. So he's the one who's scheduled to play the movie. They have a different director attached, different actors attached, everything like that. But the movie's been, it's sitting in development hell, basically. So Alan Unger took it upon himself to make this, uh, to make the film. It's 15 minutes long. Uh, you know, it's filled with disclaimers in the beginning. <laughs> so he's like, doesn't get like pulled because, you know, obviously he doesn't own the rights to any of this. Nathan, he sat down and had dinner with Nathan Fillion and said, hey, look, I'm a huge fan of Uncharted, and I, I want to make an Uncharted fan film. I want to make something for the fans. Uh, do you want to, could you come on and do this? And he told Nathan Fillion, he said, look, the worst case scenario is we make something cool for the fans, and a bunch of people watch it, and nothing comes of it. The best case scenario is this turns into a TV show that goes alongside whatever the movie becomes or it becomes a movie. He's you know, he's like but all, all of those things in the within the realm of possibility depending on how many how many people are on board with this. Uh and Nathan Fillion was like, "Sure, I'll do it." And and he's like, "How much are you going to pay me?" And Alan Unger was like, "Nothing." And Nathan Fillion was like, "Dope. Let's do it." <laughs> um <laughs> So then Nathan Allen Unger is a friend of Stephen Lang's uh, nephew, I think. And he got Stephen Lang to come to dinner through the nephew connection. And Stephen Lang was like, 
I'll do it. How much are you going to pay me? And the guy was like, nothing. And he's like, cool, dope. Let's do this, B. <laughs> so basically, nobody got paid anything except for the crew. And I think the crew, you know, did just did it because Alan Unger is apparently a very good director. So uh, the crew just kind of came on. The crew didn't know what they were filming until they showed up and they saw Nathan Fillion come in costume. And then, you know, of course, they're all sworn to secrecy that it was that this was going to happen. Anyway, I don't know if any of you guys played Uncharted. I have a feeling the answer is no. So I haven't played it. I'm not interested in playing it. Uh, but, you know, this does, it looks very good. You know, just from, I watched about 12 minutes of it right before the show. It looks really good. It looks like a good time. If you're an Uncharted fan, this might be for you. And I think in, I think they did a great job honoring the source material. At least that's what everyone says. So Stays true to the story. Yeah, fans are really excited about it. Um, they want to see more. People are people are very excited about getting into it. Um, there's already a ten amazing facts about the fan 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 made movie. <laughs> Fucking stupid. Um, anyway, so hey, James, aren't you a fan of uh, Serenity and what's that other thing called? Nope, Firefly. I am. I am not. That's where I know him from. I don't. I don't know. Oh, I didn't know he was that guy. I had mm-hmm. no idea. Um, I Malcolm don't, Reynolds. Yeah, I don't, I don't know. I don't know anything about that. But uh, I, I don't like Serenity or Firefly. I don't know why. I just don't like the design of it or something. I don't like I'm not interested in either. And I don't understand people who like them. I just don't even get it. Like People like such. They're like, oh, bring back. Bring back Firefly. Ah! You know, and I'm like, it's just a formulaic, weird Texas, you know, weird cowboys in space thing. And it's to me, it's very strange. You know, it's like two genres don't fit well together, and I don't understand them, you know, at all. It, which is weird, because I love space shit, but I think it's the cowboys in space thing that's very confusing. And some of the actors are just bad. I don't get people that are fans of it, but I know it's huge, you know? It's so. got a good cult following. It does. It's massive. It's massive. It's not for me, but it is massive. A lot of people like it. Yeah, I know him more from, uh, what's the TV show that he's in, Evan? Uh, I've never watched anything other than Serenity and Firefly with uh, Nathan, like a TV show with Nathan Fillion. Castle. So oh, right. Oh, he's that guy? Mm-hmm. Okay, he is that guy. He looks a little thick right in here. He's put on a little weight. I mean, he, Castle, he, he looks pretty emaciated. He went full Richard Dean Anderson? I guess. I mean, he he looks a little bit bigger. So you know, you know that what I, Richard Dean Anderson wears uh, blue contact lenses to hide his Hispanic heritage. Is that true? No. <laughs> Jesus Christ! <laughs> I heard that. Oh, it, that's great. They they said that in a uh, in an episode of Simpsons. That's you know fucking amazing. You know the the two sisters are obsessed with him. Oh, that's right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that... <laughs> oh, that's great. Yeah. Yeah, it's pretty funny. Thank you for that. Mm-hmm. I mean, I'll give I'll give him credit. He's a very flexible actor. Like, I did not even think when I saw this, I wasn't even like, I wasn't even thinking. Oh, he's uh, he's he's uh, what's it call it? You know, he's the guy from Castle or the guy from Firefly. I didn't even think about that. He completely fits into the role, and I, it just it's believable. Um, and I, personally, I love Stephen Lang. Like, I love Stephen Lang. He's great. Who is Stephen Lang? 
he's the the dickhead old guy in the mech from Avatar. Ah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think he's great. Um. So yeah. Uh. So that's all I got with that. Avatar two. That's probably is that happening? Yeah, I hope I hope the guy live action twenty twenty. Yep. Dude, the first Avatar was not good. Are we to? Oh, we're to, okay. Not the last Airbender. Okay, that's. A, <laughs> I was like, I, I mean, I didn't think it was that bad. It's like the you know the Fire Tribe or whatever. The I want movie, to see the more movie of that is supposed to be garbage, <laughs> which I've never seen. The live so pe- action one is trash. Yeah, yes. Yeah. People say it's garbage. Honestly, besides the fact that it was like totally whitewashed, it didn't make any sense. Mm-hmm. I thought the world building was pretty good, and I wanted to see more from that world. Like it made me want to go watch the last Airbender. But when I went to look at it, I'm like, oh, this is a really hardcore kids cartoon. Like this is not, this is not anime in the sense of like a compelling, kind of like deep story that could be for adults. This is like seriously like a kid show, and so I couldn't watch it. But um, it made me want to look more into the world. Like the Fire Tribe, everyone was Indian. I thought, oh, that's kind of cool, you know. Um, funny, so funny this came up because. Uh... I just was reading an article that says Avatar The Last Airbender is still one of the greatest shows of all time. It's very well loved, you know. Very popular. I don't know. I saw it and I was like, oh, it's a kid's show. I just couldn't couldn't get into it. And then there's another article here. Samurai Jack is probably the most beautiful, inventive cartoon ever. That's amazing. Samurai Jack is amazing. I've never seen either one. Um, I mean, I think... I think you would probably like Samurai Jack. You probably wouldn't like the art style, but uh, I think you'd like it. It's good. It's just generally, it's just good. I mean, I watched a ton of it. I never finished it because it was on Cartoon Network, and I just don't have cable anymore, but it's very good. Hmm. Um, I think they came, I think they brought it back for one season, or maybe this was a movie or something. Or Yeah, so the original run was 2001 to 2004. And then they had a, another a fifth season in 2017. There you go, yeah. Mm-hmm. Did they finish it? Is it done? Or? Yeah, it's done. Oh, okay. Yeah, but it's good. It's worth your time. If you if you if you feel like getting, I mean, you watched Hamtaro, so you could watch this. <laughs> I watched what? You watched you watched Hamtaro, the hamster thing. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, it was great. Oh, it's not Hamtaro. I don't know what that is. I thought it was Hamtaro. It's Aruchiban Ibichu. Oh my god, he knows the name. How do you remember that? Yeah, it's crazy. It's like Ricky Tiki Tembo, fucking. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So, oh, um, Stephen Lang. Mm-hmm. How could you guys forget Terra Nova? Come on, uh, Mike oh, Terra Nova. Right. Right, yeah. right, right. Forget all this Avatar nonsense. Yeah, Terra Nova. I actually like that show. Yeah. So this, objectively, like, it was pretty bad, but subjectively, I also enjoyed it. Yeah. I mean, you know, it's, uh, was that Rick Berman or who? Who was the? I don't know who the creator was. Probably sounds right. It was someone, or no, it was Brandon Braga. That's who it was. So that's he, and a, he that's was a uh, from Trek Voyager, guy. right? Yeah, that's a Star Trek guy. Yeah. You know what I wish? And he does Orville. So. Yeah. 
I I wish they would make these things, but um, I wish they would make these things, but not have like, <clears throat> not be so formulaic about it. Like Terranova was a good premise, but it just became. I mean, I don't know. Now when I look at stuff, I'm like, oh, this is Star Trek on a planet, and they're 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 uh, stuck. It's like, please throw your phone into the yeah, dryer. I just muted it. I just muted it. <laughs> Um, you know what I mean? Like you get it? Like it's just a formulaic, like repetitive thing. And I, I actually saw. You know what? You know what's funny? I saw a uh, video where a guy talks about. I'm pretty sure it's the by the guy who does I hate everything. It's called nitpicks, n i t p i x, and he really just nitpicks everything. I'm pretty sure it's the I hate everything guy, but he's whatever. Anyway, so in that series, he tears apart Netflix movies, and one of the things he's talking about, other things you should watch on Netflix is Star Trek, the next generation. And he's like, if you haven't seen it, or if you're not in the right generation, you're not like a millennial. You're not, you're not, you know, you think Star Trek is an old thing. He's like, go watch it. He's like, it's great. He's like, it is very formulaic, but it's so well done that there's a moral and a lesson in every episode that's really deep and compelling. And he's right. You know, he's right. That's the thing about Star Trek, right? Like you watch Star Trek and you're like, you're like, Oh man, the the human soul does data have a soul, you know, like it's like all the stuff like that. It's never like, Oh, Sandy feels bad. And she runs away and gets in trouble and we have to go rescue her. And at the end of the story, she feels good. And we're all a family again. It's never like that. It's something deep and compelling, but everything else they miss the mark. There's no deep and compelling storytelling. There's just like, it's just like that, you know, example I gave and Terra Nova was like that. It could have been so good, but to me, it's like the, uh, so many shows were like that. So many shows, so many sci-fi shows. They just don't know how to do anything. Than this well, other. <clears throat> they had the, you know, the show that's, you know, episode. Oh, but this is what's happening in this episode. Right. You know? Yeah. Like, this is the the problem, and we get to a resolution of blah. But the one thing that I do like that they're doing in a lot of these newer shows, um, they're doing that, but then they also have another storyline that's you know the over, you know over the whole season though the story yeah arc. season arc yeah, yeah. I, I like that too I like and they that were too. doing that in Terra Nova also because there were like these other people that were there they were like the Sixers and is that what it was yeah no. was yeah. it uh huh. Huh, that's weird. They were on the <laughs> the sixth journey, and they all went rogue because they were oh like, yeah paid mercenaries. Yeah, you're right. Yeah, 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 yeah. You're right. You're right. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and they just kind of scraped the surface of that, and then the show went off. The I mean, it was yep. it was not well written. Um, so they had some decent actors, but it was like overacted, kind of. Yeah, there wasn't much there. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. True. We need so, to get all these shows together and watch them back to back. Have a nice binge week. Yeah, like Earth Two. Oh, I got them. Space Above and Beyond. Oh, don't even get me started. Do I have that? The new V. The oh. new V was great. The new V was great. I don't care what anybody says. That was great. And the chick who played the fucking whatever. Of course, you know I love her. Is that my wife? Uh, maybe. Marina Bakarin? Is that how you say her name? Bakarin? I don't don't know, yeah. She was also in Firefly and Serenity. Yeah. 
Yeah, I like the other chick. I mean, I like her too, but oh, like, Haley. Yeah, the the you know her daughter, quote unquote, in the engineer, in in V. Oh, okay. Oh, I don't remember her. Laura Vandervoort. Is her oh yeah, That's real good name. One. Yeah. Yeah, we'll have to do a week. Mm-hmm. Um, since you brought up Star Trek: Next Generation and Netflix, either of you know if they ever finished remastering everything into like normal color and 1080p and all that stuff? I know they started a couple of years ago, and it Mike, looks, you have like season one, one through three or something. It looks. I mean, you can buy Star Trek: The Next Generation on Blu-ray. Yeah, the whole the whole thing. Okay, so it's all. So it's all I'm done. assuming they've done the whole thing then. Yeah. Um, on Netflix, uh, I mean, I'll be watching it, and I'm pretty sure it's the remastered version because I look at the Enterprise. I'm like, why is there green on it? <laughs> <laughs> You're like, what the fuck? That's you the know? space algae. Duh. Yeah, exactly. They're naval, after all. Mm-hmm. Was Steven Spielberg, d- did he direct Terra Nova? I hope not. Maybe he's executive producer or something? Maybe he paid for some of it? Right. Got that credit? Apparently, he was I don't think he involved. would have put his name to that. Uh... It was executive produced by Steven Spielberg. Okay. What the hell? Wow. Yeah. Okay. Didn't he, didn't he also do uh, Falling Skies? I don't know, but I think that was a much better show. Is that with Noah Wiley? Yeah. That's not a bad one too. If you guys haven't seen it, I have it's, not. Uh, I know a couple of friend of mine, friends of mine, were like raving about it when it was on. Mm-hmm. I didn't like that yeah. show at all. I watched it while it was while it was on, and it's uh it's pretty good. I mean, you know, there's some some kind of bullshit, you know, just like any show. There's some bullshit episodes. You're like, come on, guy, you know. Mm-hmm. But overall, I like the story. You know, alien invasion, whatnot. It's like Colony, you know. That's still on right now. Never seen it. Oh, it's good. It's good. It's just horrible. It's a great show. <laughs> It's horrible. Although I've had enough of that chick. I can't really stand her. But, um, you know, Rick Grimes' wife. I'll take Jeez. your word for it. Yeah, I don't I don't like that show. I don't like... Uh, I, I, I don't know, man. To me, sci-fi's got to be like tier one. I can't stand like tier three and tier eight fucking sci-fi. You know, Colony is just like, just a kind of a garbagey show to me. And so is... So was Terra Nova, even though I did watch the whole, whole all of that, and so was fucking. There's a British version of Colony that I saw, which was also garbage. I mean, I've watched them all. I've given them all a little time, but they're just. I don't know, man. I'm too picky or something. The fall, falling skies. I told you, I hated what they call. What do you call the soldiers? What do you call soldiers? Fighters or something. Yeah, yeah. He's like our fighters, blah blah blah, something like that. So they're trying to give. I think the 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 the, the cast and stuff was trying to give these guys this rebel like rebel fighter type thing. They I think they wanted people to think they wanted people to see the 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 people who were fighting 
for the freedom of humanity as like like a rebel like a rebel rebel cause like like they kept applying replying to them in that way but that's just an un-american way to call to uh this is not american and i and i I don't mean that in in a way of like you know america but i mean like we just don't use parlances like that is that a right way to use that word? It's just not the proper parlance. It's not the right way. We don't say, we don't talk like that. We don't call soldiers fighters. We just don't. James. And I know that's a petty thing. What? Is my speaker not working? No, no, no. Uh, as right before you said that, I was thinking in my head, I was like, as Americans, we must uh, support the war fighter in the Middle East. And I hate yeah. that term. So I don't like that term either. That's pure PR. The yeah. army uses that term, but soldiers don't use that term. Like regular people don't use the term. It's a marketing term. It's like the warfighter. Um, it sounds weird to me, and I I totally agree with you. And so, and the same thing in this movie. In this movie, so I know that's a petty thing to be like bitching about, but I don't know. It's immersion breaking because it's not natural. I, I hate it when writers write unnatural shit into a movie, and you're like, it just doesn't make sense. It just pulls me right out of the enjoyment. Mm-hmm. You know, um, understandable. It's a weird thing, man. I'm sorry. It's just um, being petty. And I, I saw another griefy. I watch so many videos where people pick apart movies and cinema. I'm such a little Nazi about that shit. Um, so I watched one about Steven Spielberg and why he screwed the pooch of Ready Player One. And they made some really good points. And one of the points was that in Ready Player One, uh, like in Silver Spielberg's current career, if you look at the movies he's done, almost all of them, ugh, Jesus, almost all of them are stuff. What? He's the executive what? producer of a new Animaniac series. Well, that does is he need so money weird. or something? I have no idea. I have no. It's so strange. So anyway, most of the stuff he's done has been like, uh, what's that one with the bridge, uh, Bridge of Spies? Um, like he 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 he's kind of graduated from doing like the Happy Go Lucky '80s Goonies type thing and graduated to like a more sophisticated film style. And the guy points out that in the movies that he's been really successful with, you know, in the in the later his later later years of his life that you can see the passion put into the movies, you know, and the caliber of actors in it. And then you look at Ready Player One and you're like, you're like, ugh, you know, and it's like, it's like he's out of, he's out of date with the technology. It's not used properly. It's more, instead of making good social commentary, it's more like a child, childish romp through the eighties, which is just bad because the book is so gets so lampooned for being too much of an 80s fanboy book which the book really isn't the 80s stuff is just like a side note you know and the writing is so poor and it's just so so bad man i know a lot of people like oh it's great but it's so fucking bad i thought if you read the book you'd be like this is trash yeah that's how i feel that's exactly you're right yes 100 percent. and i know you know that always happens like oh you gotta read the book it's so much better but even Jurassic Park is an okay movie, even though obviously the book is better. But Jurassic Park is a good movie. 
right? Or good enough, you yeah. know? Yeah, Ready Player One was like, ugh. <laughs> yeah, man. That's good, thing I, good thing I was drinking when I saw it. Just, <laughs> <laughs> I know I've mentioned this and bitched about this before, but that at no point in the movie do they mention why... Like, instead of making H the good-looking white guy that she's supposed to be in the game... And 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 the, the characters aren't. None of the characters are people. They all look like Avatar-style short aliens, almost. You know, like there's nothing about them that you'd look at and be like, "Oh, I see the person in real life." None of them look like their real life selves. Which is in the book, they do look like their real life selves. You know, Artemis is an exact copy of her real life self. Um. Wade, they don't really say what Wade is, looks like, or doesn't look like, but he almost, I'm assuming he looks like himself, and H looks like a fucking handsome, cut-out-of-steel white guy, you know? And so it just, I wish they had done that, because there's something interesting to be said there about a bunch of different components. A great example is, like, you go on VR chat and you see a really hot anime chick, and she's like, hey, what's up? And it's a dude, and you're like, oh, my God. You know, like people are doing that now on the web, like people are visually representing themselves as another sex, another race or whatever. And I wish they had shown that because there's something definitely to be said about that. And H's motivation for why she did it was powerful and interesting and compelling and spoke a lot about the plight of women and African-American women in society. And then and then, uh, you know, they didn't a lot of people upset about the book because the book really shows how much of a piece of shit uh what's the main character's name in that protagonist whatever they they the the uh, book showed yeah wade the book wade shows Watts. yeah the book shows how much of a piece of shit wade is when it comes to artemis and how he's a stalker, stalking, obsessive weirdo, you know? And he's like, yeah, I'm going to go outside of your base and hold a radio up, you know? And it's like stuff that's just not acceptable. In the 80s, it was like, oh, okay, but it's not acceptable in our world. And people think, people say, oh, um, what's it called? It is the author is, is, is showing that as an acceptable behavior. He's not, though. He's showing it as really bad, toxic behavior, and it's Wade's being punished for it, you know? And they didn't go into that at all. They gave them this normal, like, hi, uh, you know, and they meet and fall in love, and there's no weight behind it. There's no power impact. And you're like, why is he in love with her already? It doesn't even make any sense. It's just too fast, you know? And then the also thing that I always bitch about is fucking Artemis is supposed to be fat, not some skinny British chick. She's supposed to be fucking chubby. She's supposed to be a fucking thick with three C's fucking white girl with a port wine stain on her face, which she covers up with some of her hair. They showed in one scene, they showed the port wine stain and then every other scene, she looks perfectly normal. It's like faded out to a point of lightness that you can barely see it. So basically all the impact and power behind the characters that's built over time by the authors lost to me. It's just lost. You know, you don't care why H is a fucking dude. It doesn't matter. She's a nobody, no-nothing character. She's worthless. You really don't care about Artemis. You know, she says something about her dad, you know, happening, whatever. But you're like, okay, whatever, you know. Um, 
You don't care about Wade at all. He's 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 a power fantasy. He's a he's a he's a sword art online know nothing Kirito protagonist, which doesn't mean anything to you guys who don't watch anime, but if you've seen Sword Art Online, that is a power fantasy protagonist who just he just for, for for the people watching to pour themselves into. And that's what Wade is becomes in this to me. You know, it's like nothing about him has any impact. You're like, you're just supposed to see an underdog story there where the underdog gains great power. You know, I don't know. Sorry. Sorry. Well said. Uh, Are you you feel better now that you got that off your chest? I mean, I guess. So I've been bottling that up for 17 years. No, you know what? I I can't get over. Matter of fact, I was looking through old Reddit posts to find people complaining (laughs) about she was if she was fat or not, and I found a bunch of people who were like, "Yeah, she's supposed to be Rubenesque." That's what the book says, Rubenesque. And I'm surprised that um, the author let that slide. I guess he just said, "Whatever." I don't own the rights to this, so whatever. Mm. But uh, I don't know. Anyway. Okay, so no stranger danger this week, Mike. You anyway got anything else for news? I Even don't. Even though we kind of went on a like tangent. Um, good grief. Um, okay, so no stranger danger. Uh, entertainment. What do we got here? Stargate, Orville. What's this? Yeah, so uh, Orville season two will begin airing December thirtieth, and this is the uh, trailer. I believe this is from Comic Con as well. It was revealed there. Um, while just watching the trailer, I got, uh, so during Orville season one, I think all of us were like, this is Star Trek, but not Star Trek. You know, they had the morals and the, uh, you know, good guy wins kind of stuff. Um, watching this trailer, I got much more of like a Stargate SG one feel. Um, so that's just my, my take on it. I, Maybe it's just the the cinematography, the angles at which they were shooting. Um, there's a scene at a, like a banquet table with first contact, and I definitely I was like, oh, I've seen this before in Stargate SG One. Um, versus you know first contact on like the Enterprise or something. They're in you know a conference room with like four people. But and yeah. you know the main point is Orville season two is coming out soon. Here's the trailer. Uh, just so you know. Apparently, Seth MacFarlane made a comment that season one was, like, marketed wrong or um, misrepresented in some way. But I haven't read through, you know, the articles to sort of uh, expand on that. I just saw the headlines. Huh. But be your own judge. Season two Uh. coming up. Yeah. Did you see the uh, trailer? Anyone seen the trailer for Discovery? No. Mm -hmm. So I saw it, and I got to (laughs) say... I don't know what they're doing anymore. <laughs> I, oh, oh, like what we talked about last yeah, week? Yeah, I, I, I totally... So they do pick up with Pike coming on from the Enterprise, and Pike becomes... Spoiler! Well, it's on the trailer. <laughs> Pike becomes uh, the captain of the Discovery, mm-hmm. which doesn't fit canon at all, I guess. I, if there's any canon for this, I don't even know. But it doesn't, I mean, it doesn't really fit with it. I don't know. Maybe he'll go back. I have no idea. But it shows them in, like, fighters. And it's, I was like, what is this story? What's happening here? Uh, Didn't of course, we talk I'm, about it a couple of weeks ago? Where, like, this, you know, the second season of Discovery is basically going to disregard anything you saw from season one? Uh, I think we talked about it. I don't know if yeah. we talked about it on the show. Um, oh, okay. 
And it, it, I don't know. It doesn't. It seems like that's what's happening. It seems like the story picks up with when they meet up with the Enterprise in the end, and it, there's no references to anything happening in previous in the previous season, which they could do. The previous season wrapped itself up, so yeah. I don't know. I still want to know where where Ash goes. What happens to him? The Klingon yeah. guy, human guy. Yeah, it's an interesting story. I hope they do tell it. I hope they tell it some more. And since he's the love interest of the main character, I'm sure we'll see him again. Mm-hmm. I'm sure. I wouldn't surprise me they bring him back halfway season through just to harass her or be a thorn in her side, an emotional thorn in her side or something like that. Mm. But, I mean, it looks good, but they're just like flying around in fighters and they're playing. What music are they playing? Oh, they're playing Lenny Kravitz. I want to get away through the whole thing. And it's like they're just racing around through an asteroid field and. You know, I was like, this is a weird Star Trek. I wonder it's if so that's strange. like a, a tip of the hat throwback to the 2009 reboot when Chris Pine, as a kid, stole the car and was playing Beastie Boys Sabotage. Uh, what kind of car know. was it? A Corvette? Uh, I don't. Yeah, yeah, I guess so. It was a Corvette. So I wonder if they, uh, they stole that idea. I, I enjoyed that scene in that movie. I didn't really see the need for it. I didn't either. There's no need for it. I mean, I guess that that's how they built Kirk as like, oh, he's a rebel. Makes his own rules. That's right. And he fucking wrecks other people's property with complete disregard yeah, for his steals. safety. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. I, I think that, to me, that scene marked... When I sat there and watched that scene, I was just like... This isn't about. Um, this isn't about my Star Trek. Mm-hmm. Like I don't know who this Captain Kirk is. Like Kirk is definitely. He's definitely a man who does. He 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 lives by his own rules. But I don't see him doing that. You know, right. at least, I, yeah, maybe, but not really. Where you know our view of uh, Captain Kirk, he's he's already matured through his adult life and yeah. gotten more sensible. Yeah, hmm. and they're like, oh, he got kicked out of whatever, and I guess it's <sighs> oh, there's a video of movie passes ru- using you to ruin the movies. Um, yeah, I, I mean, I guess I guess this is a different timeline, right? So yeah. that's why it is that way, but I don't know, man. Mm. Anyway, I'm gonna put a link to the new Discovery trailer. Definitely, you guys should watch it. It's it's a good trailer, but it's just I, it gives you a feeling of like an unfitting and it's, I can't even explain it. Uncanny, uncanny valley. I don't. It just it doesn't feel. It feels wrong, mm-hmm. not in a bad way. Just weird, you know. I'll put it in my extra section here. I'm excited and afraid. Uh, I'm excited because I love you know Star Trek in general. I'll I will always watch Star Trek, but all hail Gene Roddenberry. Yeah. Um, I mean, if this one sucks, will they bother making another one? And then, can you imagine like there's no more Star Trek in our lives? I mean, I mean you know, they, watch how the old long was ones, it but... since the last? When, when did, did the old, uh, when did uh, Enterprise end? Two thousand four. Yeah, yeah, it's a little more than a decade. But like, I don't think though. Yeah, more than that. 
Well, as yeah. They probably won't make another one though. Or I wonder if they'll sell the rights to uh Hell no. No. Hell Disney? no. Make it make it too <laughs> much money off of uh off of off the other off the other stuff. All the sure. other merchandising. Yeah. Hell no, they're not gonna see a list. I mean think about it. They make a shitty fo- uh f- uh uh, Spider Man? No, four team team four. Oh, uh, guy the Fantastic dude. Four. Yeah, they make a shitty Fantastic Four every like five or six years. So they don't lose the rights to that. That's true. They they make an entire movie just not to lose the rights. <laughs> you know, I mean, Spider Man has been redone like in my lifetime like sixteen times. Right. You know, I mean, it's it's not good. You know, and so. Yeah. Is that his name? Uh, not anymore. Oh. Yeah, he was replaced by the some young kid who I don't know his name. He's a good Spider-Man. He's good. He reminds me of the early day, early Tobey Maguire days. Mm-hmm. He's pretty good. Um. Okay. But yeah, so uh, it's okay, cool. Starting over. We'll check that out. What do we got next here? Some AV club. So I came across this. This is just kind of funny. So there are some clips on YouTube of from Futurama mm-hmm. that talk about the the neutral people. Oh, uh, right. You know, like if I die, tell my wife hello. You know, like it's like not yeah. even like like I have no strong feelings about this one way or the other. You know, like this supposed to be like Switzerland, but in space and. Uh, this article talks about how there's a there's a joke on all these videos. They the videos have the exact same number of likes and dislikes. <laughs> That's funny. On YouTube, and, like, so thumbs is up, it, thumbs down. You know, is it's it the like, same number? Is it like a, a gentlemanly understood that that's how they should be kept? Like right. so, well, by well, some miracle. Yeah, that's no, what this that article has given it like a thousand thumbs up. That's what this article talks about, and they're like, "Well, is it, is it possible that you know the balance is just maintained?" You know, <laughs> and they're like, ah, "I don't think so," because they say some commenters noted that past groups on Reddit and 4chan have attempted to disrupt the equilibrium, only to have it immediately even out again. <laughs> so they think. They said some people say that they're, it's more than likely the result of an algorithm written into the page's code. Yeah, I was like, is YouTube in on it? Yeah, that's, maybe. That's awesome. Yeah, which is equally awesome, actually. Yes. Thank that's, you, YouTube. That's kind of crazy. It says, so is it an algorithm or is it the collective effort of a bunch of committed nerds? They say, we have no strong feelings one way or the other. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, wow, that's crazy I like so that. someone someone deep in the dark basement of YouTube is like <laughs> the comments on this article are great it's like I find this article available <laughs> yeah <laughs> and the next one's like plus or minus one star <laughs> like Jesus <laughs> oh, oh did you hit click more I too uh, think about this article no I didn't <laughs> I've also found this article exists. 
It's better than available. It's adequately satisfactory. <laughs> so that's another that's another uh, Futurama joke. That's yeah. from when Leela's dating the guy who's a who's a doctor who uh, used to be at her orphanage. And oh, he can yeah. he gives her a second eye. You know, he does like plastic surgery yeah. and gives her <laughs> yeah. So she has two eyes. It's from that episode. Uh. Like everything he's he he's always like you know oh everything just has to be whatever you know like like he's like oh yeah he's like I was around the corner uh, getting some of my uh, Hawaiian shirts toned down. <laughs> I remember that. <laughs> you are like, absolutely sure. Does it mean changing the bulb? Uh, yeah, We've it's a beige alert. Meh. Yeah, it's a beige alert. <laughs> I remember that. Yeah, we reached Defcon meh. Yeah, if we don't make it, tell my wife hello. <laughs> That's fucking great. Uh, okay, all right, all right. Well, thank you for that. Mm-hmm. The internet is a joy-filled place, and I love it. Nothing for game theory. Really? No. Oh, actually, um, just a question for you guys, since we're sort of on the entertainment section. Um, James... Yeah. Did you ever finish that uh, lit RPG book seven, whatever the forty-eight hour epic? Yeah, I did. Was it good? Uh huh. So I know we don't talk about audiobooks too much anymore since our uh, original sponsor abandoned us. But uh, you guys listen to anything good lately? So I did just finish. Uh, I did just finish book three of. Awaken Online, which is like I think that's a lit RPG I got Michael into. Michael, I think, you I've, I think I've only listened to the first one. Yeah, so, so um, uh, is that I the finished... one where the the new game comes out and it's in beta? Yeah, and, and there's an it. AI. The AI is all fucking crazy and shit. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah, that, that's it. Um, so the the author does a great job. It, it it's and look earlier I complained about power fantasies, but I do enjoy them. Because, like, everybody wants power, right? Like, everybody wants to be the underdog who comes out and to win on top. But this this author does a great job of giving you... A, he does the right thing you're supposed to do with a power fantasy. You get the power fantasy, but you get depth. And you get to know... You get exposition about the characters. And you get to know about the characters. The characters have meaning and weight. And you get to feel for the characters. And the the protagonist, who is the power fantasy, isn't just a shell for you to pour yourself into. He has a life outside of the power fantasy and he has struggles in a battle. So um, it's really well done. Uh, and I think probably one of my top five lit RPG series. Um, I can't wait for more. Honestly, it's every, every, every episode, every time the book comes out, it's good. He comes out with one a year. So, um, I also did just finish uh, Dominion of Blades book two, which is my other one of my other top fives. Uh, Dominion of Blades, the concept is great. Honestly, it's so good. So is it about sword fighting or samurais? No, uh, it it's, it takes place in a fantasy lit RPG environment, but it's really different. Most lit RPGs mean uh, the whole thing is like lit RPG is like ikesai. You know what I mean? It's like you are in your world and brought into another world, you know? Um, that's what the Japanese call it, which I, I think I want to say they invented it. 
Um, but otherwise, it's a literary RPG game, you know? So, basically, in this, the main characters uh, are two... They're two kids, two NPCs, who every day they wake up and they fish... And then they go. Or not kids, like 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 twenty somethings. They wake up. They go fishing. They go back to their house. They change their clothes. They go to the bar. They drink a couple beers. They have dinner, and then the next day repeats. You know, they go see. Maybe the next day they see uh, one of the townsfolks. And so every the whole week is the whole week is their their loop. I'm gonna say so their NPC loop takes place from the beginning of the week to the end of the week and characters would normally arrive at any time and then start doing uh they would arrive at any time and start doing like uh players would arrive and get a quest from someone you know so but there's no players in the game it's just npcs going about their daily lives and in their loop so at the end of their loop, the orcs come and attack the village, and the village, if there's no players there, the village is destroyed, and everyone's killed. So the book starts off, the very first book starts off with, with you reading through five or six of these loops from different perspectives, of the, from the players, because the players, the NPCs are waking up, like they're becoming self-aware. And so they start to go through this loop, and then you slowly realize that these two NPC kids aren't NPCs at all. They're actually players who've been trapped in the game and they just woke up, you know? So the guy looks when he wakes up and he looks at his, he looks at his, he has to go to a mind guild to learn how to use the menus in the game, which is what a player would do. But he goes to the mind guild and they teach you how to use, how to use the game. And so he looks at his skills and he has like, he has like 40,000 unused stat points and like 150,000 unused skill points. And he has his highest skill. He's like a 900 uh, level of fishing, <laughs> you know? And because he, he's reached attained mastery level at all the fishing sub skills, he gets all of these weird things. So one of his abilities is. Uh, one of his abilities is the ability to like create a spring anywhere or to call fish anywhere and to identify <laughs> any type of fish and his friend his female friend who's also a player who was fishing with him she has the, she has a skill called instant fish fry so as long as she has her hook in seafood or seafood in a bucket she can turn it into a fish fry um, with no rules on size weight capacity anything like that <laughs> and it's just like they have these ridiculous skills so they, they leverage these skills into like uh, into like combat power and so because he has all this skill in fly fishing and casting a rod, the game says one of the weapons he he's, has a master level in is the Arumi, okay, which I had never heard of, but it's a whip sword, like the kind you'd see in um, those video games. It's not it's that game Michael likes, where the guys like welcome to the the dawn of history, you know, or whatever. Uh, and one of the characters has a whip sword. Soul it's like caliber. Soul caliber. So one of the characters has a whip sword, like in Soul Caliber, but it's a it's in a room and I googled it, it's a real thing. It's an Indian sword that's a whip and it's made like with flexible sharpened flexible metal and you kind of spin it up and you start swiping and slashing at people. It's fucking crazy. Um 
Totally worth your, it's worth your time to watch some Indian guys do that to each U- other. Urumi. Urumi, yeah. I don't know how to spell it, but yeah. U- so, uh, U-R-U-M-I. Sounds right. So he gets in a roomie and he starts going ham and it's great. I mean, it's really good. It's kind of silly. It's kind of fun. But uh, the NPCs, most books, they write the NPCs like they're like like there's some depth to the characters. And in this book, the guy writes NPCs like they're NPCs, which is nice. It's refreshing because it doesn't have to be like some super smart world. It just has to be a world that is relatable and as a video game world. And he does that effectively. So when you see an NPC do something out of context, it's very telling. And it sticks out like a sore thumb. Sore thumb. So it makes you be like, oh, shit, you know, like this is... This is something wrong with this NPC. It's it's good. It's well it's a well done well done story. It's one of my favorites. Dominion of Blades, book two is called uh, uh, I don't know. I have to look. But um, one last thing about this: one of the other characters is a little girl named Poppy. She's like a twelve year old girl, but the player that's stuck inside of her is a forty year old Italian man <laughs> named Elijah. <laughs> And he's so the whole time you have this vision of this. Basically, he's stuck in her body in her. His mind is stuck in there like they just put him in there. And so he has pigtails and a pink dress. So no matter what he does, he cannot take the pigtails out. He takes them out. And then when he goes to sleep the next morning, they're magically back in again. And the whole time he's smoking cigarettes and cussing. (laughs) And it's just hilarious, man. It, It reminded me of. Uh, hit girl, honestly, it's a lot. It's very hit girlish, so it's it's fun to watch, you know. Uh, cool, yeah. Dominion of Blades, very good. Let me see if I can find what the other book's called. The new one, uh, Hob- the Hobgoblin Riot, Dominion of Blades, <laughs> book two. That's okay. So watching like this is very this is unrelated, but watching a lot of Twitch, I like it when uh, people are like in PUBG, people are looting. And they call each other like loot goblins. I feel yeah. like goblin is an underused term. It is. It is. <laughs> it is. You know what else that reminds me of Michael's favorite word, Bogart. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Bogart and that loot you loot goblin? Yeah. <laughs> Ass goblin. <laughs> Ass goblin. Mike, you read anything uh interesting lately? Nope, just rereading hmm. the same things. Okay. Uh listen to the dogs of war. Mm-hmm. That's Jonathan the... Mayberry. Yeah, and I am now re-listening to Kill Switch. That's a good book. Uh, so I looked it up. I did a little quick Google search. Apparently, his next book is coming out in October. The Joe Ledger, uh, Joe Ledger book. That's really late. Yeah. Well, he had that other one come out a month or two ago. Which but it's one? not a Joe Ledger book. Oh yeah, 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 you're right. Yeah, he's doing what? A, is a werewolf thing or a sword and sorcery thing? I'm not sure. Yeah, it's well, something the, else that glimpse. I wasn't interested in. Yeah. Yep. So okay. yeah, that's about it on uh, my end, Evan. Yeah. Back, Fair back to you, Cotton. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, James. Go ahead. Yeah. So nothing game theory. I haven't played any games this week. Oh, I've been playing Warhammer 40k uh, Soul Soulstorm. Uh, which is, is that an RTS? Yeah, it's like five or six years old. It's a lot of fun. I've been playing that with three friends. It's a lot of fun. I, I've been playing a lot of old games lately, like like old stuff. 
Um, I'm having a great time. Played Active Aggression. I'm, I'm an RTS boy again. I love RTSs. That's my bread and butter. Um, but I... <laughs> I haven't gotten to play them because the, my favorite one basically got destroyed by EA, um, Command and Conquer. Command and Conquer. Yeah. yeah so uh, that was. So I haven't played anything. I haven't got to play it, but I did download. I re-downloaded Command and Conquer Three, thinking, "Oh, I'll be nostalgic for the old days." It looks so bad. <laughs> it just did what not about, age properly. What looks about like Command garbage. and Conquer Generals? Uh that is apparently the worst of the Command and Conquer games. Really? I, I I haven't I, I have played it I I beat that I played the played the piss out of it, and it's a fun it's fun I enjoyed it I don't care if people say it's bad or not I I barely play the games for the story I play through them I play the story in tutorial mode just to get a hang of how to use the assets and then that's it I don't care about the story really, but uh yeah so, um but I I enjoyed it I enjoy all the Command Conquer games a lot of fun, um Warhammer 40k Dawn of War Soulstorm though that's so much fun dude. Emperor deliver us! It's so much fucking fun, and the fucking guys say the dumbest shit. You know, they're like for the emperor. It's <laughs> so, you know, and of course, Soulstorm is an expansion, so you can play for the full. You can use all the characters, but in PvP, you can't use all the characters. You can only use the Sisters of Battle, some alien race, and yeah, that's it. So I've been using the Sisters of Battle, and oh, I love the Sisters. They're so much fun. They're so much fun, man. It's it's just the the, the game is fun, man. It, uh, for RTSs, and I'm playing with two of my internet buddies, two of my gaming buddies. Uh, we're playing on a team, and we're just the, we, we've been scaling up through the hardness level uh, to beat all the uh, to beat the AI through the hardness le- hardness levels, and it's a lot of fun. We're having a good time. So good. yeah, been playing a lot of that. Um, what about you, Evan? You playing any Quake? Uh, yes. How's that going? So it's it's a love hate relationship. Uh, I mean, I'm I've played for so long. I like the mechanics, but uh, you know, with any multiplayer experience, you're always stuck with a certain amount of uh, lower skilled players. Yeah, and some higher. So I mean, there's a a lot of the servers use like custom scripts to try and balance the skill levels for even games but it's far from perfect so uh salt levels rising huh. <laughs> sounds about right mike right. playing any games no sir you buy any games mm. he's like well now that you mention it uh, no. no okay I didn't. oh mike you hooked up the vr how is it not bad. It's not bad. Did, did you try it or no? Weren't I, you in that room? Yeah, that's as far as I got. Okay. Oh, I thought you tried it. You didn't try Star Trek out yet? No, I need to. I know you bought it. I've been okay. bullshitting. Well, we gotta we gotta get a game going. We gotta get it together. We gotta get in, in a game together so we can man the USS whatever the fuck they're calling it in there. You know what I'd is like? Is there a I'd... VR version of Payday? Yes, there is. Ha! There you go, Evan. Yes, what? And, I don't like that game. And it's the game you it's, bought for us? Yeah, I bought a four pack or whatever, but it doesn't mean I like the game. It's it's team play. I mean it's it's cross platform. So VR players can play with uh keyboard keyboard and mouse guys. Really? Nice. Yeah. I, I have it. I haven't keyboard I've been afraid, jockeys. I've been afraid to try it because <laughs> um I don't know. 
A lot, a lot happens in payday. A lot, you know, depending on the level and stuff you have, it's just a lot happening. And I feel like I wouldn't be my response time wouldn't be half as good. I'd be too in the mode of like responding like I would normally respond in an airsoft game, and I, I, I'm not in good enough shape to fucking respond to a high tense environment like that. As things are constantly changing, like payday. But it's a fun game. I enjoy payday. You just got to play with the right people. Yeah. Um. All right, cool. What do we got in the Yum update here? So this is just a story that uh, I saw the other day. The uh, Japan and the EU have signed an agreement, and so they're eliminating virtually virtually all tariffs on goods between the two. uh, It's the same nations, but the EU is not a nation. But you know. Um. So it includes uh, food and drink. Hmm. So people in the EU will be able to get all their alcohol from Japan without having to pay any extra tariffs or anything. And vice versa. And vice versa. It's good for business. So I wonder, is that a shot? Is that a shot at us? Since, Probably. Since Trump has sort of. tar- he's tariffing everybody. Yeah. Which I'm not, I understand why he's doing it, but Yeah. So James, bad. Have you ever had uh, Suntory whiskey? Uh, yeah, Sunatory. Yeah, Suntory. 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 Okay. Yeah, I have. I have some right. I don't have some right now, but that's the whiskey that I had that I was in love with the bottle. Yeah, that's the Sunatory. Is it good? Oh yeah, it's amazing. Oh, oh. So James and I were talking about this last night. The last night, and uh, Mike. Have, well, first of all, have you ever been to an Aldi? Mike sent me that article. Oh, I'm you're okay. sure. Yeah. What article? The the Aldi's whiskey, yes, yeah, I did send that to you. Yeah, I I don't know where to get it from. I don't know where. I mean, I know it's at Aldi's, but I've never seen liquor at an Aldi's. Uh, uh have I been to an Aldi's? Yes. Okay, I've been to the one at the Plaza del Mercado. Oh yeah, center. And now they've opened a new one on Georgia Avenue, here in downtown Silver Spring. You know where Staples used to be. Yes. So it's where Staples used to be. That's, that's a big Aldi's. That's now an Aldi's. Yeah. That's actually a really big one. I so, have yet to set foot in there, but I plan on plan on doing so. Well, maybe they'll use all that extra space for liquor. So you'll have to uh, take a trip and let us know if they actually sell it there. Oh, wait. I just found an article saying that if you live in the United States, you cannot buy it. Oh, rip. Yep. What? Got to go back to Germany, James. Apparently. It's like it's only available in every other country in the world. It is. <laughs> every country that uses the metric system as standard, it's available. <laughs> yeah, probably. Well, that's suck. <laughs> that is suck. <laughs> yeah. So if we know somebody, we have some friends in the UK... They could buy it for us and ship it over to us, but sounds involved. Yeah. Do they have Aldi in Japan? Anyone uh, no know? No idea. Probably not. I feel like that's much more of like a Western Europe thing. I love. Here's a customer review of it. It's like, do not buy this. It's like, do not buy, please. And then it says the the subject is, do not buy this whiskey. Because I, I, it's absolutely superb, and I want it all for myself. 
Uh, Evan, there is no Aldi in Japan. Yeah, it's unfortunate. Oh, great news. You can now buy whiskey flavored with a beaver, with beaver secretion. Perfect. Awesome. Isn't that where the, uh, man, there's some, I don't remember what scent it is. Maybe it's like artificial vanilla or something. Yep, it's like yep, from, uh, it from, from a gland in a beaver. <laughs> Was that his platypus testicles? Mm-hmm. Oh, it's anal beaver or something. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yep. Science. So quirky. Yeah. So the only uh, place that I see that Japan has is Costco in Japan. Yeah. The rest are things I've never heard of. Um... So a store yeah. called Metro. You've probably seen that. Uh, I haven't. I was just thinking because okay. it's in Germany. It's in the UK. Mm-hmm. Okay. I was just curious because um, if it was, my um, my buddy Rico and his family are in Japan for a month. And I would ask him to bring back a couple bottles. Uh. Oh, Smuggle, yeah. if you will. He can bring us back a couple bottles of anything. Tell him to do that. Tell him to bring us a couple bottles of whatever liquor he can find. Yeah. Oh, I'm sure they'll bring some back. That's some nice plum wine uh, his wife brought back on her last solo trip. That was really nice. Hmm. Nice. Yeah. All right. Um, yeah, what do we got here, Evan? Some extra section. So I... Have stolen Mike's title and uh, altered it slightly. So the hero I need is a new gaming mouse that's supposed to come out from Logitech. Uh, originally, it was speculated that it, it was was going to come out two days ago, um, but it's actually looking sort of like a late October release. It is a wireless Logitech G Pro. Um, that's the the name that everyone thinks it's going to be. Uh, I don't think it's actually been named yet, but it weighs in at 85 grams, including the battery, which is huge because in the race for gaming peripheral superiority, weight is number one. And so if you can have a light mouse, ideally under 90 grams with wireless, Logitech's wireless is fantastic. Uh, It has 250 milliamp battery, 60 hours of continuous use, which is great. It's not light speed... I think it's called light speed, um, light something capable. That's where you can charge it through your mouse pad if you buy the like light Logitech light speed mouse pad. But it uses a custom sensor that Logitech developed called the Hero Sensor, which is available on a couple of their other mice, including the Logitech G three zero five, which I have here, which is wireless. Also, what is the Hero mm-hmm. Sensor? Um, it's so the top of the line optical sensor used in mice right now is the Pixart 3360, and uh, Logitech has their own custom variant, the 3366, which they've had for uh, a few years. And that sensor was actually first intended to be used as a low power wireless uh, optical sensor, and that I believe they have made some additional modifications and called it the hero sensor. That's uh-huh. my understanding. So it's Logitech's sort of unique development on a, a common technology. 
Yeah, but and I'll so be buying sensor one. is the thing that tracks the mouse's movement. Correct through the bottom of the mouse. Mm-hmm. Okay. Thought yeah. it was like, oh, it senses how nervous you are. So, you know, I don't know, <laughs> or whatever. <laughs> you know, I don't know. <laughs> so yeah, it calms you down in tense gaming moments. Mm-hmm. It's like zzz. no, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I want that yeah. mouse that vibrates. Why? Because it's unique. That's true. That's true. Mm-hmm. Um, there is actually a mouse from Myonix or maybe QPad that has like biometric sensors in it, so you can it can read your pulse and your temperature and you know other biometric data. Hmm. It never really okay. went anywhere. It's it's expensive and no one bought it. Cool. Um, but yeah, you might enjoy I'm all, that. I'm all about it. Then yeah. I'll, I'll send you a link. Is it overpriced? Oh yeah. All right. Sure. Cool. Well, <laughs> now it might be reasonable because there's a lots of you know like clearance stock. But originally it was certainly overpriced. Hmm. Yeah, but I'll be buying one of these new Logitech mice, of course. Um, price point is probably going to be about eighty bucks, which is yeah. You might think it's a lot. It's kind of a lot, but it's what I do. Okay. Um. So your title was the hero I need. My title is the hero we need. There's a giant shirtless statue of Jeff Goldblum. <laughs> I'm sorry, it's a shirtless Jeff Goldblum statue. Like Where? Massive. Jesus. With a pug. Mm-hmm. I like it. That's perfect. Where is this? Where can we see it? Is this in England? I think so. That looks like a British bridge. Yeah. That James. is so weird. James, that's in the UK, right? Yeah, it's in the UK. That's the Tower Bridge. Yeah. In the background. Um, I saw this. I was like, okay. <laughs> I was like, who, who, what, and why? You know, not that I'm mad at it. I think it's great. I wonder what Jeff Goldblum has to say about this. Why are we just finding out about this now? Like, is this, was this put up overnight? Or, yeah, like, it why? Was, it was overnight. Okay. It just appeared. It kind of just, like, I think it's a balloon. It just popped up. It's fantastic. <laughs> I don't see. I wonder if Jeff uh, Jeff Goldblum hasn't said anything about it, so. But I know he knows. I mean, he's got a. I wonder how long it's going to be there. Can he go there and pose for a picture with himself? That'd be fantastic. Uh, Evan, so on the Chive, there was a photo gallery of, you know, like drunk purchases. Yeah. And one of them was. My shower curtain? Yes. Yes. I was like, ah, yes. <laughs> I was like, and Evan was 100% sober when he uh, yeah. I'm sure. <laughs> yeah, you know that's amazing, right? What, my shower curtain? Mm-hmm. Yeah. What, Did what I give you the pillowcase? Uh, it's not yeah, from anything. It's just like a portrait of Jeff Goldblum with a uh, a monkey in a tree or a sloth. Isn't it a macaque? Mm. That's a sloth. I think it's actually a young ape, a young gorilla. But oh no, uh, yeah, you're right. It is. It, you're right. You're right. You're right. It is. A, it is some kind of a 
A sloth would have been better. Yeah. It is It is. It is a, some kind of monkey or ape or something. Yeah. Dude, they have all kinds of crazy ones. There's a Nicolas Cage one. Oh, yeah. It's fantastic. Can't you imagine the joy you'd feel with him greeting you every time you step into the restroom? <laughs> yes, that would be amazing. Yeah. Oh, yeah. No, it's not a macaque. It's a... Yes, so it's a ring-tailed it's... lemur, dumbass. No. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. It's a slow loris. No. Yeah. No. Dude, those things are fucking awesome. Yeah, they are. They'll, see, they'll, they always they'll get look, you though. What they're they attack? They they can, yeah. I mean they're like the size of a a guinea pig, but their their eyes are like always like Oh my god, looking out for something's gonna eat me. Oh yeah, their eyes are huge. So I like the slow loris. No, they bite and, you, huh? But also a, uh, if you imagined like a slow loris mixed with a bat, you'd get a sugar glider, and those are cool, but they're super shy. Didn't you see you, you go to store and buy those? Oh, that's tiny. You probably can. A friend of mine um, in my in my Volkswagen friend group Uh-oh. used to bring one or two in his uh, jacket pocket occasionally. Really? <laughs> yeah, because they're I mean they're kind of like bats. They like they're really well. They're like a dark place, dark, warm place, and they're kind of skittish. So, um, like a jacket pocket is perfect if you're going to bring them out of the house. They look pretty tiny. Yeah. They're like a little bit bigger than a hamster. Not as large as a guinea pig. Mm-hmm. All right. Um, okay, um... Next up is me, and I have something here that I discovered while watching some of Anthony Bourdain's No Reservations Back catalog. Um, it's he went visited Korea, and one of the Koreans there was telling him about a thing called Han or Han. Oh yeah, okay. like the Korean rage. Yeah. So I'd never <laughs> heard about this. Honestly, yeah. I'm jealous that, <laughs> that we don't have stuff like this in America. Like we don't have a thing like a word that describes something that we all have and and this is like it's basically like 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 for them every korean's born with it um like like you come you're it's like like a like a, a like genetic trait like a genetic yeah a genetic um trait a genetic the genetic need uh the genetic feeling of oppression and <laughs> Uh, feeling like you've been stepped on and feeling like you have to avenge uh, and and right this wrong and like yeah. re- like revenge is a huge part of Han you know and I just from I don't know Samar, I'm all about this I think it's so cool like you guys know you know I love salt and I just think this is like the saltiest thing oh, it's yeah. a great way to live um, there is a counter to this, which I did not mention. I think it's called Choju or something like that. And that's like, but that even, even that term in itself is pretty, pretty like insular. It's like all Koreans are your brothers. Like no matter what's happening, you can depend on other Koreans. 
Mm-hmm. You know, like like kind of like a Korean family sort of situation. But I think the Han thing is just so good. You know, let me read this to you real quick here. Um, uh, Sun Nam Dong describes Han as uh, as a feeling of unresolved resentment against injustices suffered, uh, a sense of hopelessness because of the overwhelming odds against against one, a feeling of acute pain in one's guts and ba- and bowels making the whole body writhe and squirm an obstinate urge to take revenge and right the wrong. All of these things combined is hot. Yes. Yes. And I'm just like, wow. <laughs> right. Isn't that cool? Yeah. You know, I, honestly, I thought you would have known about it. I'd never heard about this, man. I never heard about this either. Oh my god! I'm gonna when I see Jason, I'm gonna be like, Jason, tell me about your Han. Yeah. You know, <laughs> he's like, he's probably gonna be like, what? Um, so you're not a real Korean. Uh, he definitely knows. I'm sure he's heard of it, but uh, I, I just love it, man. I love this. I absolutely love it. I think it's great. Um, apparently, the fastest growing economy um, compared to where they were. Also, Very South Korea. Uh, yeah. Yeah, one of the fastest growing ones. Um, okay, so uh, the last thing I have here is the Discovery trailer, just in case you want to watch that. Oh, yeah. Um, and that's it. Uh, we didn't have a lot in the show today, this week. But I think good, I think a good show a good show nonetheless. So, uh, Anybody got anything else? I don't. Evan, Evan, were you supposed to be on vacation this week? I was supposed to be. I chose not to go. Why not? Oh, because you, you, you just kind of recovering too soon, man. Too soon. Yeah, I feel you. I feel you. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um. But how are you? How are you doing now? You said you're. You got some. You went to go see the doctor and everything. Yeah. Uh. I mean, I'm fucking like hundreds of percents better than yeah three weeks ago. Mm-hmm. Um. Just trying to get the the motions back. My like the stabilizing muscles in my feet and uh cat and calves and everything are, you know, weakened of course. So it's it's slow going, but uh, I'm doing well. I have a follow-up appointment July 31st. Um and I got some insoles from the doctor. They're not like custom, but they're pretty good. They do hurt, but I think it's like a good thing sort of trying to position to say a good pain. It's trying to like position my foot bones correctly <laughs> instead of uh, them collapsing under the crushing weight of my body as normal. <laughs> so, so we'll we'll see how it goes. We'll see who wins. Yeah. Huh. All right, good enough. Yeah, I'm, I'm I'm doing better. Good. 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 Um, Michael, you got anything headed? I know. I know. We're. Uh, you guys have a trip of your own. Yeah, next we're on week, vacation right? next week. Yeah, we're going yep. to we're going to bed and breakfast to cement our vows. Mm-hmm. Um, no, we're we're going out of banks next week, and uh, I think we could probably manage to do a show from there. We'll see. I'll probably um, yeah, we could do it. Um, I'm not going to bring this special microphone though. Yeah, so. I mean, I'm I'm not bringing mine either, but I am bringing my computer because I'm just taking my VR there. So nice. Oh, you're bringing your desktop. Yeah, so we 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 should have most things we need. Oh, that's like the um, vacation. Uh, I think the last time I was down in the Outer Banks with Evan, when we went down there, we we brought like seven computers with us. Everyone yeah, brought have. a laptop. <laughs> yeah, yeah. We're Some people brought around. two. <laughs> yeah, there were no chicks at that uh, that trip. Yeah. Mike, why don't you bring your computer and VR headset as well? 
You know, I was thinking about that, and I was like, nah, that'd be too much, but... Yeah, I could. I'll think about it. All right. Um, okay, so let's close her out then here. All right. Uh, thank you all for listening to the show. We really appreciate all the feedback we've been getting. Oh, you know what we forgot? The survey? The survey. Uh, oh, we did forget the survey. We'll give right. it another week or, okay, uh, or we'll so let it percolate. We'll yeah. let it percolate. But we, we're getting a lot of responses, so pass it around, guys. I think last time Michael told us we had 21 responses, so um, and I'm sure they're going to be fucking great. So uh, <laughs> I also got some complaints uh, about lack of Chick-fil-A on there. But, uh, yeah, so let us uh, pass that around to some more friends, guys. Let's get some more responses up there. No Chick-fil-A. And, they don't fall into any of the categories. No, it doesn't. It doesn't. People are stupid. Don't worry. <laughs> we're gonna we're gonna tell we're gonna tell them so. Don't worry, we're gonna tell them so. Um but yeah, so uh thank you for, for, for putting in responses guys and keep doing it. Uh we definitely wanna talk to that and I'm sure we're gonna have more surveys to come. People seem to love these surveys, so we're gonna get into that some more. Um okay, so let's let's close her out. Let's let's get this thing done. Uh as usual, you can find us on all the wonderful places that serve podcasts, iTunes, Google Play, uh Mixcloud. We have an RSS feed with all the good stuff that you can subscribe to and get all these things coming to your house. It comes right to your door. Evan delivers it with the RSS feed. He gives you the code, and he leaves, gets in his fucking car and leaves. He has a rental Corvette. It's blue. Um, Twitter, at Podcast, Instagram, at Podcast, Facebook, YouTube, all those good things. Nothing on YouTube. We barely use Facebook. Amazon affiliate link. We need you to use that more. We need to do a little bit more, folks. Okay? <laughs> a little bit more. I need to do more as well. Um, <laughs> and Patreon. So for those of you who are supporting us, uh, our number one super fan, Ed, thank you so, so much. We really appreciate everything you're doing for us. And, uh, you know, if anyone wants to join the, uh, you know, fan club, me and Michael come move furniture at your house. So like we did for Ed, we, we came move. That was his Patreon award, and he used it, and that's it. No more. So, uh, <laughs> no, but, uh, yeah, please, uh, sign up for Patreon. Okay. We appreciate it. Anything you guys can do or can't do, it's all good. Just listen to the show. Have fun. All right. For the guys, I'm James and we're out. What does perfect even mean? Is there even such a thing? Sing